Well, it promises to be a busy weekend for police in cities right across the country. Convoys of protesters are scheduled to roll in to voice their anger over pandemic-related health measures such as vaccine mandates and in support of that blockade in Ottawa. Uh, In Ottawa, RCMP are providing reinforcements, while more trucks and people are expected to join that blockade as well. Today, Ontario's Premier Doug Ford, who yesterday said he welcomed protest plan for Toronto, called for an end to the one in Ottawa. Uh, Any harassment or acts of hatred or acts of violence uh, will have zero tolerance, absolutely zero tolerance. Uh, Regarding Ottawa, uh, the occupation, it's, it's not a protest anymore, it's become an occupation, is only hurting families, it's hurting businesses that these folks are, are supposed to be uh, supporting, but it's hurting businesses in a big way. People want to move on and to get through this. It's time for this to come to an end. Premier Doug Ford there of Ontario. In Toronto tonight, streets in and around the legislature, Queen's Park, are already shut. There's particular concern about access and security at a large number of hospitals that are right near the legislature. That's dubbed Hospital Row, uh, with some staff there being warned not to wear clothing that will identify them as healthcare workers to avoid harassment from protesters. Well, to look into all of it, is Toronto ready? Joining me now is one of the Toronto City Councillors whose wards will be impacted, Mike Layton. Thanks for being here. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Um, There's been a lot of talk about what could happen this weekend, uh, what might happen this weekend in Toronto. How satisfied are you that the city is ready for anything? Well, you know, I've been getting calls from constituents uh, most of the day, people that are concerned uh, with what they're seeing uh, and from Ottawa, but also what we've experienced over the last year. We, We have a protest just about every weekend, the, the, this group shows up and uh, has a protest at Queen's Park, and then they they then filter into a neighborhood and uh, and and they go there and they harass individuals who are following mask mandates. They harass businesses for following the public health protocols. Uh, and the concern is, from the scenes in Ottawa, it seems to have escalated uh, to to a point of extreme that. Uh, that that folks are worried that 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 level will um, will be replicated here. I think the city and and the police have learned from what we've seen in Ottawa and and tried to put into place some uh, um, some boundaries uh, and and very physical barriers in many cases uh, to to ensure that we can maintain the functionality of our critical care hospitals. And these are critical care hospitals, not only for the city of Toronto or the province of Ontario, but for a large portion of Canada, this is uh, sort of the epicenter of a medical treatment, critical care, medical treatment. We need to make sure that those pieces of, of, of healthcare assets are, are functioning properly. And unfortunately um, we're, we're at a state now where uh, we have to escort uh, doctors and nurses and cancer patients to their places of treatment and work. Uh, and that's a sad state of affairs. Just for those of you who aren't familiar with Toronto's exact geography, the legislature is not far from what's often referred to as Hospital Row, which was a whole, literally a street with several hospitals on it, some of the most important hospitals in the country. Um, we were, you've issued a joint statement recognizing, obviously, the, the right to protest, uh, but also with some with some words about, about intolerance as well. What was the importance of releasing the statement and what message were you trying to send? Well, you know, it probably won't come as a surprise to your listeners that uh, that that people that know me know uh, I believe in the right to protest. Mm-hmm. But when the rights of a peaceful protest impact the rights of others through hate speech, hateful symbols, 
harassment, or adversely impact others through blocking people's aspects, uh, uh, access to hospitals, for instance, then, then that has crossed a line and it can't be tolerated. And that's where uh, we, we wanted to make sure very clear, uh, there was very clear direction from the local city councillors uh, that what, what, what expectation we had. Um, now we know that the police have been preparing and they're uh, first and foremost to protect the, ho- the critical care hospitals, but also that there'll, be, uh, that there'll be resources in the communities to address the continued harassment that happens even after the protesters are done walking around Queen's Park. Mike, how do you, how do you, who polices this? I mean, how do you separate the peaceful protesters, the ones who are just there to honk their horns and make their opinions known about stuff like vaccine mandates and those who, who, who aren't, those who have different agendas? You know, there, it's, it's a tough question um, because the police are the ones who enforce the law and they they shouldn't be directed by uh, uh, by politicians about who's breaking the law and who isn't. It's it's their role to enforce the law. But I think when you when you see what these protesters have done in in Toronto to this point, and when you see those images of what's happening in 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 Ottawa, it's it's tough to believe that uh, those individuals feel that they're within their rights to harass people. Uh, to to go and 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 disrupt the operation of a business because they don't like the public health protocol that the business is being told they have to uh, the institute uh, the the hateful symbols and imagery you can't argue what a swastika represents what the Confederate flag represents you simply can't argue against it and so there's there's symbols like that that can't be claimed it's part of freedom of speech because the, what of, because what they represent. And so I, I think that the police are in, a, are in a position and have the resources in place to protect the, or I, I hope they do, to, to protect our communities uh, from the harassment that we have experienced in the past. And that given what we've witnessed in Ottawa, that, the, that could happen in, in, in Toronto in the coming days. You feel confident going into the weekend that everything will uh, work out as you hope? You know what fills me with confidence is tomorrow, no matter how many hundred of protesters go out and protest, 15,000 people are going to get vaccinated. And on Sunday, 15,000 pe- more people are going to get vaccinated. And on Monday and every day next week, 15,000 people will get vaccinated. And that fills me with hope because that's going to end the mass mandates, the vaccination passports. It's when we, it's because we're working together that's going to get us, us all out of it. Toronto City Councilor Mike Layton, thanks so much for your time. Thank you very much.